Welcome to the Hot Wife Diaries podcast, where we share our real-life diary entries from the perspective of two hot wives. If you're keen to peek into our slutty diaries, hot wife exploration, and our sexy global adventures, then listen in. Hosted by me, Ozzy Kate, and my girlfriend, Mrs. Milford, we are just two hot wives living our best lives. Now, get comfy, take off your pants, and slide into our diaries, because have we got a story for you. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot Wife Diaries podcast. Today's episode, we're going to talk about all things masturbation. Yes, flicking the bean or menage a moi, paddle in the pink canoe, visiting the safety deposit box, jilling off. It's all coming up in this episode. And I'm, of course, joined by my lovely co-host, Mrs. Milford, all the way from the United States of America. Mrs. Milford, how are you doing? I am wonderful, gorgeous. How about yourself? Not too bad. Did you like my little uh, American American intro there? Oh, I flipping loved it. Like those analogies are kind of perfect. We just made up one over the weekend about um, my sacramental sin slit. Sacramental sin slit. Yes. Yes. It needs to be baptized. <laughs> I kind of love it, but also I think like we're definitely burning in hell. If, if there was a hell, we're either burning in it or we're owning and running it. I can't be sure. Maybe a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves a little bit of pain pleasure, right? Yeah, right. I mean, maybe at a minimum we'll just be staffed. Yeah. You know what? I can. That's good. That's good for us. I, I like that for us. I'm dealing with that. That's yeah. great. So we're going to, we're going to talk about coming and masturbation in this episode, but travel updates, what's been happening, what's going on. I know you've got a lot on your plate. Like what are, what's going on in the world of Mrs. Milford lately? Mrs. Milford's neighborhood has been pretty good to her as of late. Um, I've met some new friends. I actually have um, a lady date planned this month, which I'm super excited about. I don't want to give too many too many details, but it's been a long time since I've had a separate play with just a woman like on my own. There's a lot of sexy anticipation for that one. You mentioned your neighbors have been good to you and then you went straight onto a lady play date, like without giving a <laughs> game away here. Is this a lady play date you've picked up from a dating site or are you literally fucking your way around the neighborhood and in the community? Like what does the HOA think about this whole situation? <laughs> yeah, my, definitely not in the, the HOA. <laughs> Sorry, the the ladies of the PTA and I just don't jive in the neighborhood. <laughs> no, this is this is a, a friend of mine, and we've had some actual couples play involved, and this is just for her. And I think she's she's not brand new to lady play, but she has never had dedicated time. And there's something I find very erotic about the opportunity to like be that person mm. for her, because versus, and I'm not necessarily a sub in the bedroom with men. I mean, it really depends on the person I'm with because I, I love playing all the games, right? I, I I like being a little bit of a switch. I like the sensual play, the erotic play. Like I'm kind of all over the board. I just want to play and have a great time. But with women, I kind of like being a little bit more dominant personality. So like I'm inside of squealing at the opportunity because I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I like the opportunity to take control and just see if I can give her the, the most amount of pleasure she's ever had with another woman like if I could do that like I'd be peacocking the rest of the weekend I'm trying to think of a really fun it's like a Sherpa but a dominant Sherpa so like I'm just trying to think of a really like cool way to be like yeah like I (laughs) Sherpa her over the the female only play field but 
mm. you know, with a little bit of domination. I don't know. It's like go this way yeah. for sure. I don't know how to say that. I, if I was a more witty person, I would be able to add that in there, but I am not at all. Uh, so, yeah, so Lady Playdate, anything else, any travel coming up, anything exciting to share? Yes, I have a uh, couple meetups uh, later this month. I can't really divulge who they're with, but it looks like there's some potential collabs on the horizon. This is, you know, meet, get to know each other. We've we've known each other in the space for some time, just not at that intimate level. So Ooh. I'm excited for that. So fingers crossed for um, some really good outcomes. Worst case, we make, you know, some sexy friends that we can have dirty conversations with. But I think this, these collabs could be super hot. Ooh, we'll okay. See. I'm excited for you. I, I've been struggling to find single guy dates. And, you know, I kind of I kind of outsourced it to my husband there for a little bit. I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm done with finding this and, and here just like do the work for me. You you know what I mean? Where you just get to the point where you're like, you know what? The energy that I'm pushing out into the universe is not really bringing me that like big dick energy back. So instead, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw all my dildos out of the toy chest and I'm just going to make you do the work. So I don't know. I think I'm going to throw it back into his ball and be like, find me a man. You know, just kind of you sort it out as, as the kind of the again, like the, the Sherpa, like bring bring me all the bring me all the hard dicks. I don't know. So I think I'm going to outsource that to him. But <laughs> I, I do have some collabs coming up in February, which I'm really, really excited about. Trying to find people that align to you and get that sexual energy can be quite difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. But I do have two reviews to share with you. We have two more reviews. So today's episode is episode eight. I know. And I don't know, just to have seven episodes out and two more reviews, I'm super excited. So let me share them with you. This one's from Collect 1000, which do you guys have like what those, is that like a call collect kind of thing that you guys have in America? Like Collect 1000, does that handle mean anything to you? Okay. No, that handle doesn't, but I do remember Collect Calling and I don't, I think it's still a thing, but I think it's mostly from jail now. Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Not that we're saying you're from jail or anything like that, but uh, (laughs) they gave us five stars. They said two brilliant, intriguing hosts, great content, keep up the work. So thank you, Collect 1000. Aww. Now, the next one we have is from whole SPGS couple, and they're also from the US. And they said, as a stag in a stag vixen relationship, this podcast is one of the best, if not the best, we've heard. Please keep it up. Oh, that gave me goosebumps. I know, but then they gave us three stars out of five. Like, we're getting all of these amazing comments here, and then and then you're rolling <laughs> me with three stars. I know, that's a 60%. In America, that's like a D minus or an F. I know, man. <laughs> I, I love the review though. The review is amazing. It is a great review. And, and I read it and I was like, I was like, no. And then I saw the three stars and I was like, dude, <laughs> why are you going to play me like that? <laughs> no, that's a great. I'm so happy people are enjoying it and listening. And, you know, for me, when I listen to podcasts and I connect with them, I always feel for the ones that I really enjoy that I get to be a participant or like, I feel like the minimum I'm, I'm privy as an audience member, like, I don't know how else to describe it, but that that really does tickle me deep down. And I'm glad they think we're doing a good job. I'm enjoying a platform to openly discuss not just myself as a woman sexually, but like these hot wife escapades, you know, because historically women don't share those maybe as freely as we'd like to in some cases, even with our our sexy friends or the friends we have, you know, uh, relationships with that we could be open with. It's it's still a fairly newer concept for me and I'm I'm loving it. I think it's better than therapy. Yeah, it's it's true. I actually got an email the other day just talking about this kind of this freedom to just be, you know, your your unapologetic sexual self, right? And I got an email mm-hmm. the other day and I, I was kind of sharing this fantasy that I had and I shared it with other people. And this email was like, I noticed 
your husband's not in your fantasy? Like what's going on there? Are you kind of leaving your husband behind? You know, like is this more about you than about your husband? And it's a really interesting concept because it almost made me feel, hold on a second, are you shaming me? And I think it takes a lot for women to share their fantasies, especially sexual ones. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, yeah, I just shared this amazing sexual fantasy where I'm, I'm fucking this husband and there's a party going on in the next room and his wife can see through the glass, but like she's not there. Like it's kind of a cheating, sort of semi cheating kind of thing. And it was a fantasy that I shared. And yeah, my husband's not part of it. And it was so funny that I'd shared this. And then there was almost this like, hey, you should be ashamed of that. I'm like, no, dude, now you and I have a whole podcast where we can be like, ha ha, these are our sexual fantasies. And this is, you know, the the things we want to talk about unapologetically. So, you know, there's that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and the other part of that is for me, and I'm, I'm assuming for you too, you know, what I know about you and your husband, they, they get a lot out of us embracing our, you know, slutty selves and out living that fantasy and then telling them about it. Like they're so supportive. And I think it's a little bit of masturbatory fodder for them too. Like it's a very symbiotic relationship as it comes to that stuff. So I feel blessed and very lucky that I can live this life. I actually um, have one one comment. I'm, I'm coining the term horrible mm-hmm. and I don't mean it in the literal sense. W-H-O-R-E. I need more horrible friends like you. <laughs> I like to have these conversations <laughs> with one-on-one. So. Thanks for the precursor because for a second there I was like, oh, dude, the smackdown. <laughs> I need more shithouse friends like you, Ozzy K. That's what I need in my life. Just the real shit friends. Bring them on. Got too many good friends. No, slutty, whorish, horrible friends. I, I, I definitely would like to see more of those in 2023 that Same we can here. embrace and have more conversations like that. But my, mine is for purely selfish reasons because I want to know like how to tickle the balls better. And so when if I have more horrible <gasps> friends, then, you know, and they're telling me about their sexcapades and I'm like, and then you did what? And, and draw me a diagram and like, can we get the fruit out and you can show me how you did that? <laughs> That's what I want them for. I'm like, teach me your ways, oh slutty one. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Shall we talk about masturbation? Now that we've spoken about fantasies, should we talk about masturbation? You and I haven't really discussed, I mean, we talk about this sometimes, you know, we're talking about like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, we got so horny we had to, like you had to masturbate in the car or your dabbing situation or whatever. Vabbing, sorry. (laughs) Vabbing situation. So we talk about this, but not really like dedicated. And so I wanted to make sure today's episode was just about masturbation. Like, where are you masturbating? How often do you masturbate? How do you masturbate? Do you masturbate to porn? All the things like just, I completely just want to talk about masturbation in today's episode. And I just want to get down and dirty and just share everything and share what you want to share, which is what I want to share. I want you to share, which is everything. So just share it. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, and yes. Masturbation is probably one of my favorite things to do. I find it healthy, right? There's this dopamine and like positive chemical response that happens for me, especially if I'm having a stressful day, if I can take the five or 10 minutes, diddle myself, have an orgasm, it does help level set me like it helps balance those chemicals for me. And not to mention, it just it feels good. And it's fun. And I actually enjoy masturbating. Like sometimes if I know that there's going to be a you know, sexy event or a date later that day. I kind of like warming her up because I'm multi-orgasmic. So it helps get me one or two 
under my belt before the main event. Do you ever do stuff like that? I I do, yeah. And I think that I also enjoy masturbating in front of people. Like for me, you you know, you mentioned there that sometimes masturbation is like it can be so many things and you can do it when you want pleasure. You can do it when you're in a good mood. You can Mm -hmm. do it when you're in a sad mood. Sometimes I do it at three in the morning when I'm like, fuck, I can't get back to sleep and I'll masturbate to try and get back Mm -hmm. to sleep. I know people out there feel me. And so there's just so many ways, I guess, that we do masturbate, places we masturbate, what we masturbate with and why. And I don't know. Yeah, sometimes I can do it if I'm feeling in a good mood or yeah, like you say, if we're about to go on a date or something like that, I may masturbate before we go out on the date, you know, just because I'm like, cool, Mm -hmm. I just want to feel horny and I want to feel really excited. And it's kind of naughty too to be like, I masturbated before I got here. You know what I mean? That's nice as well. Oh, 100%. And I do feel like subconsciously, we all kind of feel those pheromones a little bit. So I like priming the pump a little bit. And I'm also with you. I absolutely enjoy masturbating in front of other people. Like my inner exhibitionist, there's something erotic and empowering about that. And I, I love not just how it feels when I'm masturbating. Obviously, I'm a professional at it. I've been doing it for many, many years. But I love their faces, like when you're doing something and you hit that note, something that that is turning them on, whether that penetration or pre-orgasm or just the way you're laying, that that light that shines when you know that they're like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's hot. That turns me on. Yeah, it does. Because when you watch somebody else masturbating and they're just like, I, you know, yes, it's a turn on that they're there, but really it's about you. You know, it's about the person masturbating. It's like when you see that and that person's just being, again, like selfish in their orgasm, that's hot because you're just uh-huh. like, oh, that person's going for it. They, c- they couldn't give a shit if I'm here or not. Like, obviously it's a turn on, but I could also <laughs> not be here and they would also wouldn't care. So- <laughs> Are you fingers? Are you toy? What's your favorite toy? Those are my kind of my first things I want to know. Can I just say yes to everything? (laughs) (laughs) It really depends on what mood I'm in. So I can come from clitoral stimulation. I can come from vaginal stimulation, like in my G-spot. I can also come, I've learned, anally. Mm. That's still a new concept for me. I think flashback a few episodes, I think we had mentioned that you masturbate sometimes with a butt plug. And I had said, I've never thought of doing that. So I did. And with some play, I've noticed that like I have a tiny little trainer that I'm working with. I have one step up to go to next because I'm I'm trying to to really explore that area some more. And I started using a vibrator. How tingly does your clit feel when you put (gasps) the butt plug? Like if you've had the butt plug in for a little bit and your clit is just like, touch me now. Like it just, it's urging. It's it's like, I swear to God, if you were wearing a tight pair of jeans, you would just on the seam of your pants, just fucking rub that clit up and down and just be like, well, there I go. So my clit's a little larger than normal because I take um, low-dose tea bioidentical to help with my hormone balance. I've always had trouble with it, but it's increased my sex drive dramatically. You're spot on though. Like I get my little lady boner. Like I can tell like I'm super turned on. And there's been a couple times that I've been been playing with my plug and maybe like tap the vibrator on it a little bit. And before I could even think about touching my clit, like my hand may be trying to make its way down there. I've I've orgasmed and mm. it's totally different than the other two. And I'm trying to see because I can have clitoral and vaginal at the same time. It's rare. It's like light a lightning strike. Like it's almost compulsive when it happens to the point where I like just let me lay there and flop like a fish for a minute until I get my composure back. Um, I want to see if I can do that anally with one of the other two Mm. to see if it's possible because like, holy shit. And then if I can get all three, like my heart might stop, but I think that's a hell of a way to go. (laughs) 
Here lies the body of Mrs. Milford. She went out with a bang. <laughs> please, please, please. It is your responsibility to make sure that goes on my epitaph. <laughs> but but fingers versus toys has been a bit debate for a while, right? And you just kind of alluded yeah. you like all of them. And it's, I think it's the same thing for me. Like I do feel that sometimes I do what I call is going back old school and using my fingers, just completely mm-hmm. going organic with it, going old school, feeling a little yeah. bit like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to tantric this bitch. And I will occasionally just do that. But if I, Honestly, if I'm looking for a quick quick fix, toy every time. Like if it's just a 3 a.m., I want to go back to sleep, you know, reach into my side drawer, scamper around for one of the millions of toys that I've got in there and pull one out. And I'm like, get the job done, get it done quick. <laughs> That's my deal. I love it. I, I think you're right, though. Like quick and dirty or like I, I mean business, I'm going to probably reach for a toy, something like a clit stem or something that's got like a rabbit, like a dual thing going on. Something I know it's going to not necessarily quick and dirty, but I, I think the manual digital stimulation it is a throwback, but it's also more erotic. You kind of have to be in the right mental space and take the time to really get to know yourself down there and play with yourself down there. Because I don't know about you, but if I'm usually dig- my fingers, digital stimulation, I can't do the same thing every time. It doesn't necessarily work that way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes that fast little side to side with like three of my fingers on my clit felt good two days ago. But now she wants me to like paint the fence or give her a little pressure like maybe on my palm while I'm fingering her. I've noticed that I actually kind of love that. My The way my pussy's made is I can put the palm of my hand on the top of my clit and insert a couple of my fingers and I just barely reach my G-spot. And there's kind of like this little tease thing that happens. So I apply a little pr- pressure on my clit because there's that big nerve bundle there. And then I do um, a little stimulation inside and sometimes I can get that double orgasm that way. Jeez, that's really interesting because a lot of... Yeah. I don't want to get too educational here, but a lot of people, when they masturbate, they actually train their nerve endings and it's... um I can't remember what it actually, I read a massive article about this a couple of years ago, but the reason why sometimes women have trouble uh, masturbating or having an orgasm with other people is because they're actually training their nerve endings to receive pleasure in a certain way down there. And so like if you are always masturbating like anti-clockwise, for example, and then somebody comes along and they're doing it clockwise from their perspective, it can be really difficult to come. So the fact that you're every couple of days like, like switching things up actually I think would help you when you're out having your hot wife dates with guys because, or ladies for that matter, because then there's less of this like programming that's happening and more just like this yes free-spirited pleasure sensor and what feels good feels good in the moment not necessarily like it has to be this way i wish i could take credit that i did this on purpose years ago and that's just how i trained myself but i was just so sexually driven that every time i had could give myself an orgasm the only thing i wanted to know next is how else i can do it like i figured out I can do it this way. Can I do it this way? What about this? What about that? Like, I just, I was this massive, like, like we said, horror the explorer. Like, I'm just like trying to figure it all out. So unintentionally, yes, I have done that, which makes me a little maybe obnoxious. Like when we do couples play, because I've probably come four or five times in an hour and maybe like, they're like trying to get to that one because that's, <laughs> that's actually more normal. You know what I mean? It, but it is, it's, it's that situation is much more normal than me. I'm a freak of nature. We actually had a really nice play session with the couple just like a couple of weeks ago and it was really funny because we renamed the chat group the four-way chat group after the the play we had of two men and a tiny robot 
after I played with him, like I got up, I got up to like go to the bathroom and stuff. And the two guys then turned their attention to the other lady in the room. And while I was away, unbeknownst to me, like they were working it, like they were going down on her, they were fingering, they had a, everything out. And then she's like, "Okay, get my little toy." So it was two men for her to orgasm. It was two men and a tiny robot, and it was a satisfier, <laughs> the little clit sucking satisfier as well. And I just oh, thought it was, yeah. it was so funny that you know we were kind of joke because sometimes masturbating again in front of people or using a toy or masturbating actually let's talk about that when you're on a hot wife date how often when you're in play would you masturbate during that play session so there's a difference between like masturbating solo and someone sitting back across the room and just watching you that's one thing masturbating when you've been penetrated either vaginally or anally like that's another thing too in play sessions I tend to love touching myself while I'm fucking other people so kind of incorporating that masturbation into my play sessions what about you yeah I'd say I do it as well I think sometimes like I'm doing like a a reverse cowgirl move like I almost always reach down and play with myself a little bit Mm. because it feels so good and I just love, especially if they have a little bit of a curve like towards them in their penis, there's just something that I'm like, I'm definitely going to come from this. Sometimes I'll grab their hand and make them do it. Like, I'll get it started and be like, all right, your turn. Like, <laughs> like we take turns so I can just immerse myself in the moment. But I want to say almost 50% of the time of all sexual engagements am I touching myself or say we have a little pause, a little breather in between. Like, I'll sit there and play with myself and kind of tease them and make sure, like, we're keeping it sexy. Not that just pillow talk can't be sexy because it can but i think that's a nice little preamble segue and i don't know i'm a pervert i'm a glutton like i like thinking about it i definitely play with myself at least half of the time or you know put on a little show again a little inner exhibitionism what about what about you definitely i i love to i love it and i would probably say yeah i'm probably leaning towards more like over the 50 percent mark so probably around the 60 percent mark yeah. i'm i'm doing that and, and again it's for me yeah it's probably a little bit position dependent but yeah i'll kind of also touch myself between play sessions as well it does depend it depends on what we're doing but sometimes i might even grab a toy play session you know whilst and it can happen with other mm-hmm. people too if we've got a larger like if it's not just me and a, and a single guy for example if it's more people in the room i'll also and everybody else is playing or doing something or another i'll also be inclined to be like oh cool like it's a pause for you or you're focusing on that those people or like you three or you four or five it together i'm just gonna grab my toy for a second and just like focus on a little bit of me so i don't know i, t- I tend to do it as as well i'm probably i'm more inclined to use my fingers playing with myself while i'm fucking somebody else Mm -hmm. rather than a toy whereas if it's like that solo section then i'll probably grab a toy so there's that kind of fun i guess difference between the two Mm -hmm. i have a question about lube or no lube for yourself for your masturbation and the reason i'm asking that is because i got a story that i want to share in a second but (laughs) do you ever use lube when you play I'm excited. Oh yeah, almost always. And I'm I'm pretty wet. Um, people ask me if I'm a squirter, and I'd love to say yes someday. I've been trying to figure that out, but I would call myself a gusher, and that's not just when I come. That's when I'm aroused. So my natural lubrication is is very very healthy, but. I also like to protect myself. Natural lubrication only goes so far. So from just a standard practice, even if I'm only playing with my clit, I still use a little bit of lube just to make sure like if I get really into it or a little more, 
I hate to say aggressive, but that's the best word I have right now that, you know, I'm, I'm keeping her taken care of, you know, that's okay. So uh, I liked the, if, if things get a little bit more aggressive, cause this is like the perfect lead into my story. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay. Let me sit up for this. You know, sometimes when we're making content, we make content with other people. That's all very well and good, but I don't know about you, but most of my content is solo with the occasional collaboration uh-huh. with other people. And while I'm making my content solo, I'll often get really horny when I'm making it. So if I'm doing like a photo set, oh, yeah. or I'm in my lingerie and I'm in the really sexy hotel room and I might have a couple of glasses of champagne or whatever, all of a sudden I'm like, wait a second, I am a sex goddess. And then I don't know what happens, but it's like the horny devil seductress kind of takes over. And I was doing that recently. So I went and had a, I had, hired a hotel room and I did my hair and makeup and I was in a really sexy lingerie and I did like a number of photo shoots for content. And then I started doing like a mini masturbation video, like a small one. I wasn't intending on actually getting myself uh-huh. off. The whole intention was actually just supposed to be like a little bit of a play teaser, right? And and then uh-huh. I got so fucking horny that I was like, wait a second, I'm really probably going to carry this this forward and, and keep going. And I went over to the chair and I was sitting there and I was again making this this video making this content of me like starting to masturbate and I was so fucking horny and so wet I was like you know what I'm gonna go get big daddy and so you know I got a little bit more aggressive like in my head I'm like oh man I'm so fucking horny I'm so wet this is amazing and I went and grabbed my dildo and I came back and I was like wait a second I'm not horny enough and I'm not wet enough for this like I need a wing person and I had to like stop the video and like go and get my lube but it was just so funny because I was so fucking horned up while I was making this video Uh that I was like oh man I can I can take on the bloody world, like bring me all the big dicks. And then I was like, <laughs> slow it down, cowgirl. Like you still need to go in for the assist with the wing person. And that is, yeah. you know, lube. So I just was laughing at myself because I honestly, there's a section in the, the video that I've cut out where I'm like, <laughs> hold on a second while I just go and get my lube. <laughs> Uh, you just have to laugh. The intermission banner. Yeah, you just have to laugh at yourself sometimes, man, when you're making this content. 100%. I think a third, almost half, not quite, but almost half of my solo videos, my masturbation videos, are from the same thing. I'm feeling sexy. I've been taking some, you know, naughty pictures for some content. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, I could definitely, because I like that organic aspect of my content. I don't I don't want to be overly produced. I want I want to show people who I really am and I really do enjoy sex. So I'm 100% with you. I call it the smash mechanism. Like you're so horned up and you grab big daddy and you're ready for the dildo. But the logical side of your brain finally kicks in like, hey, lady, like you're turned on and everything, but you're going to need a little a little assist here. But like that mechanism goes smash it, smash that pussy, go <laughs> for it. Like that dirty part of your brain is just like, yeah, take it all. <laughs> the smash button like you're just so geared up like you could literally take on a world of dicks and yeah sure i'll be fine just thank god that logical part of the brain clicks in the funny thing about creating content i don't know if you feel this too but if i'm again if i'm taking those videos and stuff and it, maybe the, the smash kind of kicks in i am impatient it's not like my brain goes well hold on let me just finish doing this this and this i'm like i want an orgasm i want to come i want it now and it's like whatever that looks like whether it's like a, a dildo so i want some penetration or some like clip play or whatever i don't know what it is mm-hmm. but it is kind of like the smash but i'm gonna say like it's like a hulk smash like hulk out because i just mm-hmm. get so impatient and that's what happened i was just like no what i want is this and what i want it, i want it now like i don't want to wait a minute i don't want to wait two minutes like i'm gonna fuck myself right now and that's kind of the end is do you get like is that what happens when the smash button's activated a hundred percent it's overwhelming and like i become the most efficient human on the planet whatever gets me <laughs> 
to point B because I've decided it's imminent, it's happening, we're doing it. Like, if I have to just fall on the floor and finish myself right there, that's what's happening. Like, beware of any chair arms that are within your reach because you're just going to like start dry humping them. Correct. I remember running through a hotel once trying to find somewhere because they didn't have a glass shower door to put my suction cut dildo just so I could like have some stability. Like I just wanted to ride it for a second. I knew it would get me off. And like a fly on the wall, like what it probably looked like me testing surface areas throughout this hotel room to see what would stick. It was probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. I landed on a window, though, which probably wasn't the most ethical thing to do, but it worked. Yeah, but that is that is funny thing, too. When I when I go in hotels now, it's kind of one of the first things I do. I'm like, well, hold on a second. Is the entire shower made out of glass? And where could the camera angle be from? That's like the way my head works. When I'm looking at hotels online now, I'm like, scroll, scroll. Oh, it's a shower over a bath. Like, come on, people. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Ooh, shower with like four (laughs) glass panels. I can see this. Oh, no, it's got a toilet right next to it. Scroll, scroll, scroll. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I, I have a question before we finish up the masturbation episode today, but when you're creating content and you're in that smash situation and we just kind of said like it's overwhelming, but do you ever finish too soon? Like if we're creating content, like sometimes I can get myself off in seconds. I know we've spoken about this. I know you're the same. If you just want to just do it, you can. But sometimes we've also spoken about edging. So do you finish uh-huh. too soon sometimes? Like you're like, okay, I want to make, I don't know, a five minute video. And then you get a minute in and you're like, well, it's going to happen now so do you kind of edge yourself what happens then do you finish too soon do you edge like tell us the dirty details i can try to edge a little bit for me for as far as edging goes there's a that finite window where like it may or may not add to the outcome and i know that i have the ability to be multi-orgasmic so it's almost rare for me to try to drag it out longer than that because if it's right there for me the compulsion to let it go is is probably going to happen that's likely the decision i'm gonna make you know if i'm i actually don't go in going this video needs to be x amount of minutes I go, I think I need at least two orgasms because I actually feel that inside myself. And maybe I get one and maybe I get four out of it. It, it really depends because like also how much have I masturbated recently? But I, I struggle making myself wait because again, I'm just too compulsive. I don't kind of don't want to. Like I think edging works better for me when somebody else is doing it to me because then mm, it's out of yeah. my control. Because when it's left up to me, I'm just going to be a greedy bitch. I think too, it kind of goes back to what you were saying about organic versus planned content. You know, if you are mm-hmm. legitimately sitting down to film and just have a really good, like what we spoke about before, or maybe you're having a bath and you're going to masturbate or whatever it is, like regardless of the length of time, I, I, I prefer, like if I'm watching porn, if I'm watching other content creators, I prefer to see that organic side of it where I'm like she is really having mm-hmm. or he is really having an orgasm like for me I can kind of tell the difference if it's kind mm. of staged or a little bit more theatrical versus like oh that person's coming and again it's that kind of I feel like it's a fly on the wall like I could literally be in this room with this person and I can see that this is exactly mm. how they would masturbate and how they would orgasm whether I was there or not like that content is what mm-hmm. I really like to watch so I guess oh, I don't same. know yeah so I, I guess that's why yeah. you kind of you make that stuff too because if it's like if you know it turns you on you know what I mean we're kind of more inclined to do the same like make it that organic way as well yeah and it's fun like let's be honest the end of the day like i can i've i've had many air quote jobs in my life and this is by far the most fun i've ever had (laughs) not to mention we get to test out new toys and buy new lingerie like really who's who's the loser here (laughs) not us (laughs) okay let's get some masturbate at work and not get fired (laughs) 
<laughs> Although I have masturbated at work um, quite a few times. So oh, I, I have too. I didn't get fired then I either. I have too, but I, <laughs> I did not get fired, but I could have. I definitely could have. Oh, what about you? Do you edge yourself a little bit or do you, you take that on? I can't. I just, (laughs) and then, and then I I get, I get angry. I honestly, like, I'm I'm just going to be straight up with you. I'll get angry. And then I feel like my orgasm is lost. Like, it's just like my orgasm kind of fucks off then. And it's like, well, if you don't want me, I don't want you either. So fuck you, bitch. And then we'll like, just leave the room. And then it takes me a bit to get back there. So I'm like angry about it and I've lost my orgasm. So I I try not to edge myself because Ah. that is a, that is a lose, lose situation right there. You're like, she's a fickle bitch. And if, if she wants what she wants, she's getting what she wants in the moment she wants it. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah. Worship the queen. Worship the queen. Worship the queen. And that is a good ending to today's episode all about masturbation. Worship worship the queen. So if you're listening and you feel like masturbating, please do report back. Let us know that we... <laughs> Please don't lose your job, though. That's super important. Keep your job, but still masturbate. Um, So coming up next, though, you have a story to share about an Energizer bunny. So that's going to be next episode, episode nine. And we hope you guys stick around for it. But thank you for joining us. And thank you for listening to our diary stories. It's the end of today's diary entry. But don't worry, we will be back very soon with even more hot wife diary entries and antics in two weeks. In the meantime, if you miss us, why not leave us a podcast review or check out our website for even more juicy fun from us. You can find me at aussiekate.com and my girlfriend at mrsmilford.com. If you're feeling especially frisky, check out the show notes. We've dropped them all in there for you. Until next entry, shh.